Hey everybody, welcome to Action Movie Breakdown. I'm your host, John F. Thomas, and this is a pretty exciting week. It's a lot going on. Shazam is out. The Joker trailer just dropped. Um, Endgame is about to come out soon. So summertime is, is coming, and we can clearly see. Uh, I just wanted to let you guys know thank you for, for listening. Thank you for giving us a lot of plays on all the different streaming platforms for podcasts. It really means a lot. I'm seeing that, and I really appreciate that. And for those reaching out to me, talking to me about the reviews that we just left. We just did a special edition review of Us, which uh, which did really well. A lot of people seem to really like that, and I really appreciate it. And even though I, I kind of figured I was like, oh, they might not like what I have to say about Us, but... Uh, there's been people that's like, you know what? I, I feel it. I understand what you're saying. So, I mean, you know, it, it was, it was, it's a, it's a great time. It's a really great time, and I'm really excited. Uh, if you guys want to check out our videos, we're also on YouTube for those podcast listeners. This episode is going to be a podcast exclusive as well. So, I'm just going to get right into it. I'm going to talk about the Joker trailer. Has anybody seen that? If you haven't, you need to. Um, so. You need to check this out because there was a lot of skepticism around this trailer uh, because this is just going to be an analysis. I'm, I'm not really going to give that much of a review, but then again, maybe, we'll, we'll see what I feel like. Uh, but it's just going to be an analysis. We're going to break this trailer down to explain what happened, what's going on, and, and this is a very, in a sense, exciting time for, for DC, and I'll explain why. So uh, the reason why uh, this is exciting, because like I said, there was a lot of skepticism around this trailer. Um, initially, at the first phase of DC, uh, they had Jared uh, Leto as the Joker, which a lot of people weren't happy about it. I mean, a lot of people aren't happy about a lot of casting decisions, but uh, his performance as a Joker was eh, okay. His, the, the look of the Joker and all of that was panned basically across the board. And, I mean, I hate to say it, and it sucks for somebody like Jared Leto that, you know, gave his all to what he was given, but it just wasn't accepted. No, not a lot of people really liked that Joker, a, a, a Cubanish gangster, young Joker that just, I don't know, that has a grill. It, it was it was, it was was too much. It was like they, they took too many different things and just threw it together. It was like an amalgam of junk. And it's like, hey, here's a Joker, you know. So, <laughs> a lot of people didn't like that, including myself. But nothing against Jared Leto. I mean, I'm pretty sure he would have done a great job if they would have actually gave a Joker that a lot of people would have liked. But since that didn't happen, you know, it is what it is. Um, so DC wasn't really happy with that um, reception of the Joker, and so they kind of just put a pause. And even with the Justice League, there was a lot of pause on stuff. So. They're doing kind of like an Elseworlds Joker right now. So it doesn't really necessarily, at the moment right now, take place within the DC Universe as we know it. It's just kind of like an, a one-off movie. We'll see how it goes. They're just like, you know what? Do we, you know, we're already messing up in the movie front because we tried to rush stuff. So we're just going to slow down. Hey, do, do what you want. Um, this is a great time to do that too. So you can like kind of try stuff and, and mess with things. So they've cast Joaquin Phoenix as this Joker. And I know some people were saying, oh, I don't know, but like, you know, even like with Ben Affleck, I thought Ben Affleck was a great choice, even though Ben Affleck was kind of pan. But then when 
um, Batman v Superman came out, he was the best thing about that film. And it's just like, no, I mean, they were trying to trash him on the Daredevil movie. And it's like, no, Ben Affleck is actually a good actor. Ben Affleck is good. The Daredevil movie, that sucked. But he was good in the movie. There was nothing about the Daredevil movie that I was just like, oh, man, this, why did they cast Ben Affleck? This, uh, he, he made the movie horrible. No, the movie was already sucky. And that's why nobody is going to go back and really watch that movie unless you're just a huge Daredevil fan. But, uh, yeah, no, Ben Affleck has always been a really good actor. So I knew he was going to do a good job as Batman. So, I mean, I mean, sometimes people, you know, fans need to just calm down sometimes and just really, if you're going to analyze something, really analyze, is this does this person suck or did the product suck? You know, you have to separate the two sometimes. So, and that's what I did. I was like, Ben Affleck's going to do a great job. Uh, a lot of people didn't really agree with me at first, but then when they saw the movie, they're like, you know what, you was right. Yeah, Ben Affleck did a good job. So I know what I'm talking about, people. Not all the time, but a good portion of the time. <laughs> so... Um, but with this, Joaquin Phoenix is cast as a Joker and it's going to take place in the eighties. And I was, I was, that's the only thing I'm kind of unsure about. I'm like, what the eighties? Like, I guess, you know, I mean, but you know, whatever, this is their thing. I'm gonna let them do it. Cool. Um, but after, uh, the trailer came out and I saw some pictures and and the thing I love about this and the same thing, like I was saying about in the, in the us breakdown that I gave that I, I like it when the trailers doesn't really give you much and leading up to this. And this kind of reminded me of the dark Knight when the dark Knight came out and, and a lot of people were panning and hating on Heath Ledger, including myself. I, I wasn't crazy about you know, Heath Ledger at the time being a Joker. I was like, that's weird. Why would you cast him? But when they came out with those trailers, it was just gave you just enough to be like, wait, what did I just watch? And it was enough intrigue to be like, Oh snap, this is creepy. This is weird. I can't wait to see this. And so that's what happened with uh with, with not this trailer, but leading up to this trailer, you know, it, it gave enough to where they like they showed a picture. They they, they showed uh, different things where it's just like, oh, man, this is kind of cool. You know, oh, it's, it, that's a different look of the Joker. Like and this and, and there's also a, a different look with this Joker than somewhat than a Joker would actually look because he kind of looks more like the like the, the kid clown. Like if you go to a rodeo, like those kind of clowns where they have like that paint like we we don't typically see the joker like that but in this version i was like you know what i'm not even gonna say anything about it. i'm just gonna let them do them and i'm just gonna see where this interpretation goes and it kind of paid it paid off you know i was just like i have confidence martin scorsese i've never heard anything horrible about you know his family is great uh, I think he he just he's the producer over this, but you know it's just like you know what they they have a, they have a solid name behind this, and they got Joaquin Phoenix. I've never heard anything bad about Joaquin Phoenix, and Joaquin Phoenix can act, um, so I never had an issue with him. So I was like, you know what, I think this will be a really good movie potentially. And so going into the trailer, see the trailer, and it starts out with the Joker talking to a therapist. I guess um, I don't know the therapist's name. It's some lady, and she's talking with him like asking him does it help to talk about his issues and he kind of looks up at her like uh, yeah i guess kind of you know or maybe he's just trying to there, there's also a sentence where he's trying to smile through it and there, there's uh, there's a song that's playing throughout the entire trailer like smile when your heart is breaking smile even when it's a when there are clouds in the sky you'll get by and I, I love the the choice of that song too, because 
it's 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 talking about about the Joker and everything that you're seeing through this. It's so and so much. I'm gonna just break all of this down. So the Joker's name in this movie is Arthur Fleck, and also also there was some a little bit of backlash from fans because it's like, oh, you're not supposed to have a Joker origin story. The the mystique about the Joker because you don't know where he came from is is the the best thing, which is true. But it's like, hey, let's just give him, let's let's look at this interpretation. You know, who knows? Let's see what happens. Maybe it'll be great. Uh, so his name is Arthur Flick. He lives with his mother. His mother, uh, he's really close with his mother, as you can see. Like, he kind of, you know, messes with her. And he, he's, he's telling, he, he has this opening line. His mother always told him to smile and put on a happy face. Uh, she told him he had a purpose to bring laughter and joy to the world. So... That's kind of like the opening line, you know, always, you know, so smile, put on a happy face. And as you're going through this trailer, he's trying to find some kind of happiness in life. He's 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 flipping this sign. He's like working outside of some maybe it's a jewelry shop or whatever as, as a clown, you know, just to you know get people's attention, bring it in. And you can already see somebody grabs his sign from him, kind of knocks him down and and they take off running. And he's like, whoa, hey, stop. So he's chasing after him, trying to get his sign back. And as he's trying to get the sign back, they smack him in the face with the sign and just leave him there. So, I mean, it's already kind of like the first instance of the world is just being really cruel to him. <laughs> and he's he's a seemingly nice guy, you know, just like and as, as you watch the movie, you know, he's he's very kind to his mother. As you can tell I me, mean, he, he might joke with a little bit here and there. But then later on, you see him like dancing with his mother. Uh, he seems like a very decent person, you know, and. And it's just the world is just being really uh, cruel to him, really starting out. And there's also another scene later on to where he is seen in in this subway station because he's, you know, I guess the stress of the world is weighing down on him. So he's starting to laugh. And it's like the saying, it's a laugh to keep from crying. <laughs> and and honestly, like in a black community, that's 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 a real thing because there, there is so much pain and so much stress that you deal with. You have to laugh to keep from crying, you know. So it's just because if you cry, then you, you basically you lost your sanity. You've you've lost any sense of hope. You're losing it. It's over. So you know that's why we even like Kevin Hart stand up, laugh at my pain, laugh at my pain. Just so I don't have to cry, basically. Um, so in that sense, I can really relate to this. And he, I think, uh, and just looking at this trailer, I feel like he he just wants to be understood and accepted as he is, without any fear hurt or shame or anything and the world is just being really cruel to him or at least looking at him in a weird way there's another instance where he is at i think he's at arkham state hospital which eventually turns into arkham asylum if there are any dc fans out there if you know anything about that maybe this is their interpretation i thought it was always arkham asylum but it's that's a great you know kind of you know like callback like hey you know just just a little easter egg there so Arkham State Hospital, which I feel, which eventually will turn into Arkham Asylum, uh, which is where the Joker is going to end up majority of the time when he gets caught by Batman, you know, later on. <laughs> so um, he goes there and I think he's talking to this one guy and the guy just kind of looks up at him like, like, what in the world is wrong with you? And, you know, he's looking back like, like what? You know, so it, it, you get little instances of that where the world is looking at him it's being weird. And also, there's another scene where he's trying to be a stand-up comedian. He's like a struggling stand-up comedian. Like I said, it's this awkward guy. He, he's trying to uh, merge into the world. 
but the world doesn't really isn't really accepting him. Basically, it's the premise of this entire trailer, the story that they're presenting. He's trying to fit in, but the world is basically saying, nah, 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 we don't like you. Get out of here. And we'll punch you and beat you back just because you're, you're weird, you're stupid. It's also a semblance of like when you go to school and you like, because typically there there are people that, that like sports. And I can kind of relate to that. You know, grew up, majority of everybody likes sports, but I was more so into like, you know, comics and, and superhero shows, movies and things like that. Those things interest me. And I used to get shame for that. And it was just like, yo, there's not like, and, and I knew deep down, like, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, look look at what I have now. Action movie break. Now I'm talking about uh, action movies and, and I have an audience that wants to listen to this. <laughs> you know, so, there's, and this is like one of the biggest uh, box offices, uh, biggest draws to the, the, the movies. It's superhero shows, it's fantasy, it's escapism. You know, so, and I used to get shame for that. You know, so I was like, you know, I, I can relate to, to this character in that sense. It's just like, yo, just let me be me. But the world won't let this person be them. But going back to the joke book that he has, he has this joke book. And I was able to figure out a little bit of the stuff that he was writing. He had a joke on there. It says, why are poor people confused? Because they don't have any sense. (laughs) C-E-N-T-S. So I was like, okay, that's it's probably not hilarious. But I was like, okay, I see where you're going there. That was pretty good. You know, kind of like a dad joke. It was pretty good. All right. Uh, then there's another part towards the bottom because I couldn't really read everything else, but uh, something that kind of gives you an insight onto into his psyche where he says the worst part about having a mental illness is people expect you to behave as if you don't. And there's a smiley face where the O is. And I was just like, huh? I mean, because I, I, this is like my fourth time seeing the trailer because it's a really good trailer to me. Um, and. You know, I was sitting there thinking, like, I mean, that's deep. So the worst, and just think about that, the worst part about having a mental illness is that people expect you to act like you don't. You have a mental illness, and, even, you know, they're supposed to help you with this. It's like, no, 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 act like you don't have it to make me feel better. Because I, you know, that's you're being weird. I don't want to deal with that. And, that, and that's an issue that we do have in the world. It's like like people who are depressed. If you're depressed about something, most people just want you to act as if you're not. And it's like, no, that's that's not healthy. If you're depressed, you're, you're just depressed. Just let the person just go through that. Or, you know, if you're happy, you know, be happy. If you're sad, be sad. If you're whatever, whatever. I mean, it's, it's a phase. It's as long as you can navigate through that. You know, don't just dwell in it. Don't sit there forever in it. But just navigate through it. But most people just want you to act as if everything is fine and it's not. It's not. So I, I can relate to that part, too. And that, that's, that's deep. I also noticed that this guy is really skinny so i'm kind of concerned about joaquin phoenix a little bit it's like somebody check on joaquin phoenix like hey man you, you know somebody get him a biscuit or something i mean he, he needs to eat something he's pretty skinny you know I don't, I don't want him to get too method in in doing this so uh but other than that i i really liked his performance in this in this tra- i think this is going to be a good movie i think it's going to be it's going to be really great um another thing is um uh, he he is sh- oh he he has shown that he is um, of course he's shown that he's awkward he's strange he he's different he's just a different person but people aren't really accepting him as he is or they're just you know kicking kicking a man while he's down you know in a sense so uh, he's shown even more awkward when he's at the comedy club and watching this guy do stand up and the guy I guess is telling a joke we don't hear the joke but he laughs like Arthur Arthur Fleck laughs 
And actually, this is what it sounds like. So he he gives that laugh, and that kind of makes him stand out even more, where it's just like, ah, you, you, that's a peculiar laugh. I mean, I know the laugh. The Joker and DC fans, we love it. But also, it's just kind of like, hmm. That's an, if you if you just think about it, you know, and just regular saying, like, that's an interesting laugh, man. Like, if, if somebody laughed like that around you, you probably, in a sense, just a natural reaction, wouldn't want to hang around this person. Cause it's just like, what's, like, what's wrong with you? Ew. Like, who laughs like that? And, you know, and that's not even, some people might think of that as a stretch, but that's not really a stretch because there are people with interesting laughs. I think sometimes I have an interesting laugh. If I give, like, my true laugh, you know, then it's, it's kind of loud and <laughs> somewhat obnoxious. And, you know, but that's it, just, it's just my laugh. It is what it is. Um, I also uh, wanted to, touch on oh when when he when he's on going back to when he's on the train um and he's i think it transitions from him laughing at the club to him it seems like he's starting to lose his grip on reality i guess because the world is weighing too heavily on him and he's dressed up in his clown costume this this might even be after he gets beat up and you know somebody took his sign i don't know i don't know where this is in the film but he's over there just in, taking his mother's advice in a sense and smiling, trying to laugh through it. You're just trying to laugh. And, it's cause it, and you can kind of tell he's losing his grip on reality at this point. And there are some guys dressed up. And I can kind of look at them as corporate America, uh, people who have made it, who have succeeded in life, but is looking down on the poor man, looking down on the man who is struggling in life. So you have success on the other side of the train and you have in a sense failure you know and, and this this man is trying to get a grasp of his life you know get something together and they instead of coming to see like hey man are you okay in a sense they kind of like hey man like what are you laughing about and they take his clown hair off and then they punch him they start beating him up on the train it's just like dang this dude cannot catch a break it's just like, man, look, I'm over here. I'm not bothering anybody. Yeah, it seems weird, but, you know, if, if anything, just leave me alone. But they start, he gets beat up on the train. So even from those people, you know, it's just like he can't, he still can't get help. And if you look at his face when they ask him, like, hey, man, what are you laughing about? Like, he's kind of like on the brink of tears. And, and in his face, it's just kind of like, okay, this is two different ways I can see his expression. And this is really great acting by Joaquin Phoenix. In a sense, there is a help me look on his face. And then there's also like, man, leave me alone, please. Because you can probably already kind of see like where this is going. Like, oh, man, here we go again. Like, just just leave me alone. I, I mean, it, really what this trailer is doing really well at just trying to draw sympathy for this character. Which the Joker is typically known as a villain. But this is like his transformation into a villain. Like why he became a villain. So... Uh, with that, you know, it's, it's really interesting to see. And it's honestly a, a tragedy, his descent into this, into what he's becoming, because the world just wouldn't accept him as he was or he wouldn't even really trying to help. That really goes on more to show us as you know, people like, hey, you know, you need to reach out to people sometimes. Reach out to people, see if they're OK, because a lot of times, you know, people aren't when they seem like they are and, and they're not. So it doesn't hurt to be a friend it doesn't hurt to reach out and to help people so, so so this this movie i mean i know I, I became like super serious but you know this this trailer and ultimately this movie is kind of even though i know it's fantasy and things like that but there's a message there where it's just like 
don't be so quick to judge people. We judge people so rashly, so quickly without trying to understand them, without trying to help them, without trying, you know, and this is this is the message for this Joker trailer. It's like all he needed was a friend or someone to try to understand or someone to help. No one wanted to do that. I think the only person that seemed to like him or even give him a genuine smile back was Zazie Beats and his mother, who is being played by Francis Conroy. And also, there, there's another scene that I, I kind of want to point out, too, where he's uh, he's running through the tunnel on the street. And I kind of see that as, I mean, there, there's distress on his face and things like that. And in a sense, because this, this movie is kind of like a work of art, in a sense. I know it seems like I'm giving it a lot of praise, but, I mean, this isn't your typical flash, bang, you know, all this other extra stuff. This isn't your typical superhero film or even supervillain film. This is like a, a genuinely grounded, like, hey, this is what turned this. This is this is basically art, and I, and I really appreciate this. It is really digging into the psyche, digging in, also showing a reflection of reality, like, hey, you know, this is kind of what happened when these people lose it or, you know, maybe all they needed was somebody to, to help them. But he, he's running through the tunnel and I saw that as a sense of him running, trying to run from his problems. He's trying to get away. He's trying his best, but he can't. And the reason why he can is what he eventually starts becoming his Joker monitor. And I think uh, also because he is he loves his mother so much, he is really trying to take the heart what she you know told him put on a happy face she told him and that's it's a key point that he had purpose to bring laughter and joy to the world so like like i said he's trying to ultimately realize that purpose so out of respect for his mother because he's so close to his mother and as you are if you if you really love someone and respect someone even though you might you know stray off a little bit you're ultimately going to try to respect them in some way by honoring them whatever that may be so I think in this, he's trying to honor his mother. That's why he was laughing on the train. He was really trying to take to heart what she's saying. Like, I know this world is crazy. This world is twisted. This world is wrong. Like, people don't respect each other on the streets. All this. And he even, he even mentioned that, you know, that there's an issue with Gotham in the trailer. So, oh, there, there's another part later on. I think when, once he starts becoming who he is and how what helps him become that uh, there's another scene that shows how close he is to his mother is that he's dancing with his mother so he loves to dance and that's that's like a very special thing uh, connection that he has with his mother like they dance together and and she allows him to be him when he's at home it didn't seem like she was that into the dancing that much not that she didn't want to dance but you know, he was really into it, and, you know, they probably danced, you know, much when they were, were kids, but, you know, as parents, you accept your children typically as they are, and so this is a way of calming yourself. Some people listen to music, some people go to the beach, some people go hiking. For the Joker, he dances. He dances, and that's a way to disconnect and to center himself, and he continues dancing, and I think he starts really using that to kind of ground himself, center himself, to figure out what he wants to be, how he wants to be, how he wants to impact the world. You know, so he he is trying to, to do these things and dance is helping him get to that place. You know, so where where he might be losing his mind, dance calms him, centers him and has him reevaluate his life and and maybe come up with new ideas like, ooh, I can do this. ooh, I can do that. 
And because he's being pushed onto the brink, keeps being pushed, keeps being pushed closer to the edge, closer to the edge. And the world isn't even trying to help. The world is even pushing like, yeah, go, go off the edge. Bye. Get out of here. We don't even want you around that. You know, I think something in him eventually snaps. And also, I also noticed, too, that there's another thing to where for him, I think the, the thing that kind of makes him feel uh, normal, his outlet is comedy. So that's probably another only way where he can like be himself in a sense. And he even allows himself to have that that odd laugh to where he is trying in some kind of sense to, to be normally accepted. And I think ultimately what happens is he because there's a line that he gives. He said, my, my life was, was a tragedy. tragedy. But now, now I realize it's a comedy. So in that sense he is trying to look at it from a different perspective he is taking lemons making lemonade and ultimately like you know what the joke was on me all my life but now the joke's on you because he's seeing what's going on he, he sees that gotham is corrupt and in a similar sense to batman it's like they, they kind of have a similar rise because they're looking at the city and they, they see that something is wrong but they go about it in different ways and that's kind of why if you are a Batman fan and that's why Joker is he's his best villain because the Joker, he doesn't hate Batman. He loves Batman and he only wants to make the world laugh. And in this sense, that that's what this Joker wants to do. He's taking what his mother has told him and he's trying to apply it in the best way that he can. And for this, this is the best way that he can. He's like, you know what? I'm going to laugh in spite of it, even though, you know, this is funny to me. You know, because you you guys, you know, made fun of me and you laughed at me. All right. Joke's on you now, buddy. You know, so and it, it sucks. It's kind of like, you know, the kid is being bullied at school that comes back and shoots up the school. And it sucks. It's like, you know, well, but I mean, it, it could have been prevented, but no one cared until people got hurt. And so ultimately, this is looking like what's going to happen in this where people are going to get hurt, unfortunately. But uh, I think he has this. um means for doing that and his reasons for doing that because it's like he's looking at there are corrupt politicians there are bullies out in the street there are people who don't care for other people and they're looking at the crazy people as if they can be discarded and even there's a scene where this person is like jerking and shaking when he's at arkham uh hospital and the guy's just jerking on the bed and he's like closing his eyes and his fists are clenched that's saying something too to where the other people are just trying to act like he's not even doing that, that the guy isn't even shaking and jerking and everything on the table. So it's, it's a lot of things to really take into with this trailer. Also, two last things before I close this thing out. There's a, a, a scene where he's sitting in front of the mirror and he is on the brink of tears. Like he's literally about to cry. He is about to have a nervous breakdown. You can see that on his face. But he puts his fingers in on both sides of his mouth and forces himself to smile. Still taking what his mother said, you know, put a smile on your face, you know, put on a happy face. So he's trying to fight through all of the stress, all of this pain that's going on in his life. And I can tell he feels alone. He feels like that no one really understands or not enough people understand. Not enough people try to reach out. And then it goes from that to him starting to get a little bit more comfortable into who he is. Like he's taking his, his show on the road in a sense instead of going on that small stage. He's like, you know what, I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do. So he goes and he sees this uh, little boy 
and he sticks his fingers in the boy's mouth uh, on the both sides of his mouth and makes the boy smile. Uh, and honestly, I'm pretty sure that that's Bruce Wayne. So I know y'all, but how do you think that's Bruce? I'm pretty sure it's Bruce Wayne. There was a gate. There was a gate there. And why would they show like a little boy? Um, I mean, it could be a random little boy, but I'm pretty sure that's Bruce Wayne. Because I think there's some awesome information out now that the Batman movie is going to take place in the 90s. Why? I don't know. This, I mean, I I think it's to connect because they, they're having so much faith in this Joker movie now that they're like, all right, let's just make Bruce, uh, the, the Batman movie take place in the 90s. That's a whole nother topic because I'm I I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> but as you can tell, I'm not too happy about that part. But I'm gonna see this film. I'm gonna see what they're gonna do because ultimately I want them to bring everybody back in to like for another a true Justice League movie. And if they're I mean they're, if you fast forward from their point, it's gonna be another old Batman. But like I said, that's another that's another podcast. Talk about that another day. I'm talking about the Joker right now. He puts his finger in the boy's mouth, makes the boy smile. That's Bruce Wayne. Other than that, there's a man on TV that's, I think, after the Joker is finally starting to become Joker, a uh, man is saying something that uh, that only cowards hide behind their mask. And I think that's funny because in the future, there's going to be Batman. He's going to be behind the mask. But at the same time, police will be saying the same thing, too. It's like, oh, this vigilante, we don't need this vigilante justice. Batman wasn't really accepting until they started seeing that he is actually helping. But also, I think it's uh, it's ironic in a sense, too, because Arthur Fleck, you know, no one cared when it was Arthur Fleck. When Arthur was out there trying to, to bring joy to the world, even when he was out there on the street, just trying to, you know, smile and dance and all that. And people beat him up. You know, they took his took a sign and, and smacked him upside the face with it for no reason, <laughs> just because they thought it was funny. So it's like, you know, OK, I'm going to tell you what I think is funny. But uh, it's funny that as soon as he starts putting on this mask as the Joker and put on his paint as a Joker, now they're taking notice of him. But now they want to call him a coward. But also, it's just like, well, you know, who's really the real cowards here? It's like, so you have all of these things going on in the world and you're not trying to fix it. And he takes notice of it, you know, and see that there, there are politicians who are criminals. There's you know all this stuff going on. and Y'all aren't fixing that. Who are the true criminals here? If you think about it. You know, all this stuff that goes on or all these things that we see that we could change and we could fix. Who are the real criminals? Corporate people. They're taking money from the poor and trying to point fingers at other people. It's a film and a trailer that has a magnifying glass and trying to show you like, hey, these are issues. And also, it's like I said, it's a reflection of society that we're living in today. And that's what I love about films, because when it has a deeper message, a deeper meaning and it's trying to tell us stuff, too, there's something to consider and to think about. So overall, I think this Joker trailer was amazing. It's really great. I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait. October is too far away for this Joker film to come out. It needs to come out in June. But you know what? I guess it's really good anticipation. I'm, I'm excited about it. I think he's going to do a great job. It's going to be a great follow-up to Heath Ledger's Joker. And also, I'm not even going to try to compare. This is a different Joker. And Joaquin Phoenix is doing an amazing job. From this trailer, as you can clearly see. So this is going to be a really great film. Uh, hopefully this will set the path forward from this point on for DC Films really getting the tone right. And I'm excited. So I, I can't wait. So thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Also, if you want to contribute to Action Movie Breakdown, just go to anchor.com slash actionmoviebreakdown. You can contribute a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. And this is monthly. Like whatever is convenient for you. 
we appreciate it. That'll help us get better equipment. We'll have better sound, better quality, even with the video, better video quality, et cetera, et cetera. So it helps in so many different ways if you can contribute. And also, if you're listening, just feel free to take about two to three minutes, even one minute, to leave a review and a rating to tell us what you think about this. If you're on iTunes, please do that. Apple Podcasts, we, we need those ratings and reviews. Anywhere else, thumbs up or whatever kind of review you can leave, I appreciate it. Even if it's just, hey, this is great. You know, that's fine. It's three words, one sentence. It doesn't have to be a whole speech. Just say what you like about it, and we appreciate it. So tune in next time. I know the last time I said it was going to be Shazam, but this Joker trailer came out and just kind of disrupted things in a good way. But Shazam is coming next. Uh, That's what we're going to be reviewing. Can't wait for that. Tune in to y'all next time on Action Movie Breakdown.